think bears can probably swim. All bears. Bears can swim for sure. Is a koala a bear? It is a bear. It's not. It's a marsupial. It is a bear. It is a bear. I mean, it's called a koala bear. But I don't think it is a bear. I think you might be right. But can it swim? I don't know. What about a sloth? No, it'll drown real fast. It it might be very buoyant, though. It's true. It might be very flotatious. Floats right on his back. What is happening? And much love from West Texas. I'm Mark Oatman, and by my side, as usual, is James, Jim, or Jamie Tate. Hey, guys. Welcome to the podcast that ranks all the things, any things, and probably at some point, everything. (laughs) Uh, Why? Why not? So what do we have on our agenda today? What are we ranking today, Today, Jamie? we're talking about the most influential or important women in history. And then later on in the podcast, we're going to be ranking game shows of all time. And I know you're a big game show dude growing up, but let's jump off into women first, the the, uh, the women who have had the greatest impact on history. And uh, do you want to lead or do you want me to lead? Uh, you know, I'd be curious to hear yours first. Okay. I'll go first, and I'll start with the Virgin Mary, the mother of Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody more famous in the world ever than the Virgin Mary. Any woman that's more famous than the Virgin Mary. probably not. And I'm sorry, but spoiler alert, Virgin Mary was number one on my list. Was it really? It was. Certainly, Jesus is a historical fact. Correct. Or or even if you look at the Quran. In fact, I called JW, our producer. Uh, He told me, though, that there's an entire chapter in the Quran, which, to be honest, I don't know exactly what that is, but it's a religious book. I got that on. But there's an entire chapter named after her in the Quran. I believe that's the – is that the book for is it, the Muslim religion? I think that's right because the Torah is the – is for Judaism, right? Right. Yeah. So I, the little bit of research I did there talking about Christianity and the Muslim religion still they talk about and read about and there's tons of scripture about the Virgin Mary. And so she's still way up there in today's time even. So – Yeah. I, I mean I think she is one of the most celebrated people of all time. Right. I mean, across different religions, whatever, and say what you want, whether you're religious or not. Jesus was clearly a huge historical figure and changed the world landscape, whether you agree with it or not. It happened. And for whoever his mother is, (laughs) the Virgin Mary is obviously had a huge impact on history. Let me tell you who got the raw deal. Joseph. <laughs> Joseph did get a raw deal, man. man. That guy, he's, he's not on anybody's list. I don't know much about Joseph except either. for he's a carpenter. I, did, I didn't even know that. I knew, yeah, you knew I that, knew, I bet. I knew Jesus was. I didn't know Joseph I think Joseph was. was. I'm not even sure about that, but okay. So my, my number two is Anne Frank. Is that the diary of Anne Frank? Right. right. The, and she hid from the Nazis? Yeah. She kept okay. the diary from 1942 to 44 when she was captured. So they lived in Amsterdam. And uh, she, they, they hid in her dad's like factory where he worked. Uh, his name was Otto Frank, and they they stayed there for two years till the Nazis found them, took them to concentration camps. Her and her sister were at Auschwitz first, and then they were transferred to Bergen-Belsen concentration camp, where they both died of typhoid shortly thereafter. But this the book was released. Kind of her transcripts, her diary was l- released after she was dead by her dad. But a big portion of the book, or at least the beginning of the book, it, this is going to shock you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've read some. Read is that yeah. how I say that? Yeah, I think so. I've read some books. Yeah. Okay, that sounds yeah. right. Read some. Uh, read I've some books. read a few books uh, like since I've been an adult. 
um, that I've chosen to read. Mm -hmm. But this is not an exaggeration. When I graduated from college, Mm -hmm. I had only read one book cover to cover my entire life. That's fantastic. Uh, I was not the greatest student, but (laughs) here we are. Uh, Regardless, if I remember that book right, um, the – the majority of what I remember, she's hiding in the attic, right? Right. Well, I don't. I don't oh. know if it's the attic or where exactly it is. There's there was different rooms in this, but they're hiding factory. in their apartment or shop or yeah, whatever. Yes. Not that's a good a big portion of it before they go to the so they actually concentration left. camps or get captured when the Germans when the Nazis took over Germany, their family actually fled to Amsterdam, and okay. then the Germans moved in. The Nazis to moved Amsterdam, in to Amsterdam, and they were hiding there. Correct. And then they do get captured. They do. The and so, how, did she ever get out, or did she no? She die died in. She died at in the, the concentration, concentration camps. camps. Her God. dad is the only one that got out. So her whole family died, besides her dad. Golly, man! I I'll be honest with you. The Holocaust is is hard for me to pay attention to. It's like it's too. I'm too soft. I mean, I can't. I don't know. It makes me sound real weak, but I I really have a hard time like. Like Schindler's List, I've seen it, mm-hmm. and it was great, but I don't want to see it again. I'm telling like, you, I, I just don't enjoy – it's fascinating, it's important, whatever, but I just have a hard time getting through Holocaust stuff because it is too hard to watch well, or too hard kinda, to hear about. I kind of thought about this before I wrote her down because it's – I mean there's not really anything uplifting about that whole situation. Right. But Except for the impact she made yeah, after her life, I, mean, I, I guess. That, I think that was huge and like – Going in that direction, there's been a multitude of organizations set up. They've donated money. There's trees that have been planted all across the world. And there's all sorts of different kind of foundations that have been set up through her name and kind of through her writings. And she wanted to be a a writer. That was one of her big deals. And that was why her dad pushed so hard to have um, her, her diary published because he knew that that's what she wanted to do with her life. And so... I mean, I think it's kind of a beautiful story at the end of it, but but the like you're saying, the Holocaust is – It's just dark, man. I mean, it's hard for me to imagine people being like so actual, purely evil, evil to right, other human right. beings. Well, and there's like – like obviously there's his historical stuff about it and, and everybody knows it existed. But like this is one of the writings also that was like this is kind of what was happening. And so people mm-hmm. look to it as this was the day-to-day she was yeah, hiding. And, it doesn't necessarily – it's history, not in that it's given you exact dates and right. names and all that, and maybe it does, but more that it tells the story of what it was like to go through that for an average family. Right, is the what I pick yes. up off and of, it. and I think it's powerful. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard to think about. But I, it's hard to argue with with Anne Frank. I'll give you that. Okay, so so number three, and uh, this one's <laughs> this one's just kind of our time, but to me, this would probably be my number one if they weren't in order. It's Oprah Winfrey. What she's done is pretty amazing. I mean, it sounds cheesy that she's like a pop culture icon, that she's a celebrity in right. modern day times. But you really think about the impact that she's had on at least on our society in America Dude. as a female, as a businesswoman, as an entertainer. I mean, in so many different facets, what she's done is pretty amazing for sure. And like her little story, and I didn't really know this. About she came Oprah. from nothing, right? Yeah, she came from – she was born out of poverty in Mississippi. And then moved uh, with a single mother to Milwaukee. She had a kid at 14 who died in infancy, which I didn't realize uh, I that. didn't know that. She landed her first radio job in high school. And by the time she was 19, she was a lead anchor for a news station there. And obviously from there went on to 
have the Oprah Winfrey Show and then her own network, her own magazine, her own. I mean, she is her own enterprise. I mean, she I'd be curious to know what her net worth is. Not that that's two point five billion dollars is her net worth. Do you know how quick I'd die if I had two point (laughs) five billion dollars available to me? She's also raised over raised or given away over four hundred million dollars to charity. And I think that's amazing. But also, I think that. You know, I think there's probably a lot of things that Oprah and I might not see eye to eye on. Right. Uh, that being said, she certainly I, – I do admire the fact that she seems to give a very genuine effort to use her position of prominence to better people's lives. I would agree with that 100%. And I, and I very much appreciate that about her. And not just like, yeah, she's been very generous financially. Mm-hmm. But also, like, she spreads a positive message. She is not, like, she does not have a show that's talking about all the doom and gloom in the world and all the negative things and stirring up hate. You know, her show, her magazine, her networks, I mean, her message that is put out through her brands is positive and about love and bettering other people's lives and being the best version of yourself. All and the like, cheesy stuff. She, she'll add a, somebody's book to her book club or whatever. And oh. those, if you're added to Oprah's book club, oh, she's a kingmaker, man. You're a New York Times bestseller. No, she is a kingmaker. And then if she that, mentions your product, what's like her deal? favorite things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, her favorite things. And I don't know. I don't watch Oprah. Uh, yeah, but I don't either. She does it right once a year, maybe. Right. And it's an episode where she just gets on and does like her favorite products the, of the, the year. Those people. But, like, if you get one of those, like that is a ticket. Right. Like you have made it. Yep. It is. She is a kingmaker. If 100%. she decides your product is good, you will be and then, a multi multi millionaire. Think about these or if two she decides like that made. your book is, right. she's going to push it. Whatever she decides to push, if you're involved, you're going to make bukus. Yeah. And then like Doctor Phil, yeah. Oprah made Doctor Phil. Yeah. Uh, Oprah made Doctor Oz. That was one of Oprah's people yeah. that she brought on her show. So That's like, right. Those two guys have created these. Giant empires Giant on their empires own through Oprah, which is crazy to That's me. That's wild. Here's a, just a little tidbit: she in, in uh, 2015 she bought bought a minority stake in Weight Watchers for 34 million. Do you know what that stake is worth today in 2020? What year was it that she bought it? 2015. So we've had six years. I'm going to assume she did pretty good. Mm-hmm. In six years, if you tripled your money, that'd be a hell of a deal. Right. So I'm going to say that she that it's worth a hundred today, it's and that worth, was a damn good investment. It's worth four hundred thirty million dollars today. But why don't guys like us get in that ever? Because <laughs> we don't have thirty four million dollars to invest the first time. Yeah, that's true. And also, <laughs> when we invest, no one cares. No, that's correct. Or when Oprah invests, all of a sudden, We're like not that markets, in itself buddy. brings the market up. You and I aren't moving markets. <laughs> no. And then like. I don't even think about these, but like the color purple, the movie. Yeah, I've never seen that. I'm familiar with it. But you want to talk it. about the most moving movie? I, you need to watch Color Purple. But she was a she got a, nominated for an Academy Award for that. So she's just has she been in other movies? Yeah, she's been in a handful of movies, and I don't. But that's I don't, the one. That's the one that kind of she's known of. It's a Steven Spielberg joint, and it's phenomenal. But she's just to me. She's incredible. Whether you agree or disagree with whatever, she is just one of the most incredible human beings to ever walk the face of the earth to me. There you go. So, All right. Uh, that's my list, man. Let's hear yours. Let's hear what you got. I know okay, you have Virgin uh, Mary. Yeah, I've got Virgin Mary at number one, so that'll be quick. Who I'm not sure how hot she was. Haven't seen pictures. Yeah, I'm guessing probably not great. Yeah, that's what I would guess, too. I would guess not great. Yeah. I would imagine there's probably some grooming issues for sure. <laughs> 
But what do I know? I mean, I just imagining that like no one, her nor Joseph are probably all that fresh when they get to the manger. No, that's a long way to travel. That bro. is a long, like think about how bad we stink when we get out of like an eight hour road trip. Yeah. Think about rolling on a donkey. I'm out. <laughs> out on that. Yeah. 100% out on that. You have like a book on tape or anything. No. No, I, uh, no, I, no so anyway, so I, I don't have quite as much uh, statistical data mm-hmm. on mine. Do you say data or data, by the way? I think I said data. I think it depends on what the person before me said. Yeah, I'm probably the same way. Like I, just, I don't really know, so I just whatever you say, I'll just go with it it's so like, I don't look like an like idiot. It's like ramen and ramen to me. I yeah. say, I've called it ramen my entire life, but everybody else calls it ramen, so I call it ramen now because I don't want to be made fun of. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like so – likely to take the path of least resistance. <laughs> like you can say something completely wrong. I'll just go with that's, it to avoid the conversation. That'll work. <laughs> uh, but number three, mm-hmm. Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. Got it. I bet you thought about her if I you did. didn't have her on your list. I did. Um, you know, I think just in our country specifically, I think she is one of the first really impactful females I remember r- learning about. Right. And, and her story is just so cool that, that from the first time you hear that story, some of it is about the power of what she did and the changes it made. But also the story is just a really cool like anecdotal story, right? like a, a microcosm of the whole, right? if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. It just really stuck with me and like my whole life. Uh, that has been like if you were ever at any point, I don't have like all the stats and all the things that happened after the fact and the results. I just know for me personally, if at any point in my life from the time that I learned about Rosa Parks or not, if you were to ask me, name the however many most influential women in history or name the most powerful women in whatever, she is immediately one of the first couple that is going to pop to my mind. Um, And also, you know, you and I are both, I like to think loving, kind people uh, and what she did out of love and kindness for certain people. Right. But do you imagine how scary that was though for her, like in that moment? And I'm like just sitting here talking about how I like to take the path of least resistance, (laughs) but I don't want to pronounce a word correctly when you're pronouncing it incorrectly because it's too much work. That was not, let's talk about the path of least resistance that was not taken by her. Like how much easier it is for her just to go with the flow and not deal with all the BS that comes along with standing up for yourself or for, what you believe your in. people or yep. what you believe in or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so I just think, man, that took some, for lack of a better term, some serious cojones. Oh, for sure. Um, and so I, I just had a lot of ima- admiration mm-hmm. for her personally, but also it's one of just the first ones that comes to my mind because yeah. I'm the same you way. hear about it. I, when I started the, my list kind of, she popped into my mind and uh, you know, just what she did and, like you said, the courage that it took and the time that she did it and all of those things and be hard for two middle-aged white men to put themselves in that position ever. But you can look back and, and read the stories and understand that what she did changed, changed the trajectory of the United States of America forever. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I think really, I mean, the whole civil rights movement, uh, I hate where we were as a country before that we had to have a civil rights movement. Correct. Right. That being said, unlike the Holocaust, I can look at the civil rights movement and see that, man, yeah, there was a lot of pain. There was a lot of bad stuff that happened. There was a lot of people that were treated unfairly. There were a lot of people that 
that had evil hearts during that time, whatever you want to call it. But unlike the Holocaust, you can see these direct positive results of what happened that like there was good that came out of this change, not just evil for evil's sake or I don't know. But that is a historical period that I love learning about. I love movies from that time period. I love documentaries or anything that I can watch, listen to, read from that time period is always pretty interesting to me. Yep. I would agree. Cool. All right. And then uh, number two on my list, Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Um, one, you don't know if anybody knows what she actually looked like. I definitely don't. But supposedly, I mean, she's one of the all-time great beauties. Did you know this? I did not know that. Okay. So supposedly Cleopatra is one of the all-time great beauties. Okay. Um, and I know a lot of this. You was she, didn't who pay was she a, married to? Was she married to a king or was she, that? Okay, this is what I was about to tell you. Okay. So you did not pay attention in Mr. Scallard's class like I did. No, I did not. Uh, this was our Latin teacher in high school. I wanted to learn all this stuff. Coach Scallard. She was, uh, she was in a relationship with Julius Caesar okay. uh, for, at some, for some period of time. Okay. Um, and then she was actually married to another, I think they called them all Caesars, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was Mark Antony. Mm-hmm. Um, Great singer. Yes. Yeah, not that one. Jennifer Lopez different also one. married to him. Yeah, different one. Okay. Um, but was also married to Mark Antony, who's another Roman, I believe, Caesar. Okay. Uh, and, you know, he so actually lived so in Egypt with her for like two years. Okay, I need you to stop for a second there because i got to ask this question. And this okay. Is, this is going to show you how dumb I am. <laughs> I'm excited about so, this. So when you say Caesar, like they were Caesar's. Are you saying that like they were all related, or was that like what? They That's were, like the title. That was their like they were the king, but they, instead of calling them king, they were the Caesar. Yeah, it's like Julius Caesar, Augustus I just, Caesar. I just found it's that like out. King David, King okay. John. Uh huh. I don't even whatever. I didn't. I did not realize. Yeah, so that Caesar is now. a title, not a name. How about that? Yeah, it's like you know in Russia. I don't know about well, not now, but for a long time they had czars. Right. That is a their ad- adaptation of the word Caesar. So instead of and there's also czars that are C S A R or maybe C Z A R. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a czar. And there's also like the Russian czar, which I believe is T S A R. But they all are they all root from the word Caesar, okay. uh, which is a title, not a name. And a wonderful salad, a wonderful, a wonderful salad. salad. Unless, but I will say this: the ninety percent of Caesar salads come overdressed. I would agree with that. They, they, people need to stop putting so much dressing on the Caesar salad because it loses its integrity. It becomes soggy. And this may and this may be, you know, something you disagree with, but don't put so many croutons in there. I like a good crouton, but I don't need 150 croutons in my Caesar salad. Like in a, like a side Caesar salad? Yeah. Like the get-going Caesar salad, yeah. not the full meal Caesar salad? Right. Like in that one, I need like certainly no more than five croutons. Right. And we're right? talking like, like big, kind of bigger croutons. Like the, yeah. Like the square ones mm-hmm. that are maybe a half the size of a domino. Right. Five is good for that, for a little starter. Yeah, five, three to five. That's yeah. about right, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. And some Parmesan cheese, fresh cracked pepper. Yeah. Ooh. So anyway, so she dated a couple of different salads. Caesars, right? Um, and Let's refer to or, or, or maybe married one of them, okay. actually. But like Mark Antony lived with her in Egypt for a couple of years, and she was kind of de facto running the Roman Empire, or, or at least had a very strong voice in how the Roman Empire like was ran. And so they had this really cool alliance uh, and really powerful alliance, as you would imagine, between Egypt and uh, the Roman Empire for a short period of time while she was dating okay. Mark Antony. But I think, you know, for that time, I mean, you think about 
you know, historically women haven't been uh, appreciated the way that they should be or have been, you know, fighting with one hand tied behind their back or whatever you want to call it for most of history, unfortunately. Right. Um, and we may still have work to do today. But I, th- I think Rick, we do. Yeah, yeah. we may. That could so, be good work. Whatever. <laughs> that being said, especially for that time, I mean, 41 BC, this was not – that women's suffrage was not even a thing. Right. Yeah, which, by the way, I always thought was, like, awful. Like, yeah, I'm against women's suffrage. That's yeah. terrible. Number I would four. never want a woman to suffrage. We need to <laughs> – Get rid of that. <laughs> Turns out it's a good thing. <laughs> But this is before all that. So for a female to have held that amount of power at that time, I think is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, and obviously, I mean, she is – when you start thinking about I'm powerful gonna, women in history, are there any names that, co- that you think of no. quicker I, than that? I don't know that you're going to know the answer to this, but was she like the daughter of a Egyptian – Yeah, she was. I can't remember uh, what her dad's name was. Um and I'm not sure if I could say it if I did remember it. Okay. Um, but yeah, her dad was Egyptian royalty, I think, also. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that he was like the one like she was, but was. Caesar would be like the word Pharaoh. Gotcha. Like Pharaoh is not a name, but it'd be. Yeah. Like and you're not she gonna, was a Pharaoh, right? Wasn't yeah, Cleopatra Pharaoh? Like, hey, can I get a Pharaoh before my meal? Nope. Yeah. I bet a Pharaoh Caesar. salad would be pretty good. I'll, I don't really know what Egyptian food is, but I bet I'd like it. I feel like, I feel like it'd be pretty good. I feel, like, I, feel I feel like maybe kind of like a little bit like Indian food maybe. Yeah, a little spicy. A little Mediterranean-ish. Yeah, I like that. That sounds yeah, good. I like Mediterranean food. I There's a new place here in town that's like a – it's like – it's Mediterranean, mm-hmm. but the way you order is like Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Like you go through a line and you get like a little bowl of, Where's this, of rice or couscous or something. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up and send it to you. Okay. I like this. Um, I love Mediterranean food. But it, it's like Meta Meal or Meta – so I'll, I'll look it that up. It's a, over there in the West End. That is a terrible name. It's a that's bad. The name of it's place. whatever it is. It's a bad name. But it's over on the in the West End by like that Alpine Grill okay. and it's not going to make, it's not gonna make it with that name. It won't make it. It it might not make it. So go eat it while it's still here. But it's good though. You go get like a bowl, right? And yeah. it's rice or couscous or whatever, Root and dressing. then you pick your meat and you get like a gyro or lamb kebab or. A meatball or a chicken meatball. Is it gyro? Is it gyro or is it hero? Or gyro. Hero. Hero? Yeah. What do I know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not Mediterranean. We'll, we'll get we'll get we'll see we'll if you're right on that. Well I'm assuming that you are. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I love uh, it. anyway, but you can get all kinds of different meat and then they have like the different sauces and different relishes and also whatever. It's really good. I'll I, go I enjoy it. it. Yeah. And it's a, like for by our standards, mm-hmm. pretty light, healthy little healthy. meal. Yeah. It ain't a double cheeseburger. It doesn't take much. Yep. Uh, and then number one on my list, Jamie, was what we've already talked about, the Virgin Mary. Yep. Um, and, and I don't want to go too much into that. I think that we covered that pretty right. thoroughly. Um, and as always, much love from West Texas. All right, guys. Our good friend Josh Abbott is having an event here in Lubbock, Texas. It's the My Texas Gala that kind of represents and donates money to Jab Cares. And through Jab Cares, they'll donate all that money back to Lubbock. And so that money is going to stay here. The event's going to be held at the Cotton Court Hotel, and it is October 14th, 2021 at 6 p.m. The attire is Cocktail Plus. I'm not even sure what that means, but it sounds very, very, very fancy. But again, 
Everything stays in Lubbock. All, all 100% of the proceeds will stay in Lubbock. And the dates, again, are October 14th at 6 p.m. To purchase tables, they're going quick. Half have been sold already. Email tabbott at jabcares.org. It's T-A-B-B-O-T-T at jabcares.org. Grab your tickets. They're going quick. And a big, big thank you to Josh for coming on the podcast and also playing at that deal will be the Panhandlers. It'll be their first time to play live in Lubbock. See you then. All right, guys, we've got a new sponsor today. It's Texas MRI of Lubbock. I'm not sure if you've ever had to get an MRI before. I have when I snapped my knee trying to dunk on an eight-foot goal. But Texas MRI Lubbock is locally owned and operated. They're here in Lubbock at 3501 22nd Street behind Covenant Hospital. I'm not sure if you know this. A lot of hospitals will send you to their own MRI clinics or whatever, and you have to go there. It's much more expensive. It's much more time-consuming. It's hard to get in. Call Texas MRI of Lubbock. They'll get you in faster. It's cheaper. And also, on the back end of that, which I didn't even really realize this, but they use Blue Star Radiology. Their radiology team is the same radiology team that looks at all of the MRIs for the Dallas Cowboys. So you've got great radiologists reading your MRIs. Check them out. If you've got to get an MRI, it's Texas MRI of Lubbock, located at 3501 22nd Street behind Covenant Hospital. Thanks. Well, I told you we'd be right back. Thanks for sticking with us. Now that we've covered the most influential women in the world, aside from our wives and our mothers, of course, and our daughters, I think it's time for us to talk about something a little lighter. Let's talk about game shows, Odie. I love game shows. also have a, a, a little note on here from the producers that says, and Joker's Wild better make the list. I can assure you that, that I don't even know what that is. I've n- never heard of it in my life. I haven't either. That, I mean, that just, I, that's got to be an old person thing, right? I don't really know how old JPS you and JW are. didn't even know where they lived. Well, no. Recently. I met JW face-to-face, and I'm going to guess JW is about 45. pissed about this right now that we don't know what Joker's Wild is. Oh, Engineer Dave is upset about this? Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to have to educate ourselves on Joker's Wild. We'll get we'll get back to you all on that <laughs> okay. one. But currently, I'm, I'm clueless on Joker's Wild. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you uh, lead us in on this deal because I know you're a big game show guy. You've always been a big game show. I guy. really do. I don't. I just am. Uh, I'm really competitive by nature, right? As you know, and so like any kind of game competition. I mean, I don't care for throwing rocks at a tree or playing cards right. or whatever. I anything that is a competition, I always enjoy. I I think I'm I'm almost certain I've talked to you about this before, <laughs> and. I actually talked to JW to see if I should even bring this up because oh, we don't God. want to, like if y'all don't know this yet, this podcast is not scripted. <laughs> um, we get two topics and James and I blindly look into those topics a little it's bit and then meet clear. up and see what the hell happens. Uh-huh. Anyway, this is I've talked about this thirty times over the past decade, okay. at, at least thirty times to different people because I don't know why, but I started thinking about different. Game shows or reality shows or whatever. Right. And I've got a couple ideas I think are genius. Let's hear them. And, and I think you know them. Let's hear them. I'm going to start with the the less offensive one. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the less offensive one, not the unoffensive one. Okay. But so this one is – it's called Sink or Swim. <laughs> okay. And we get a, a whole bunch of contestants, like a uh-huh. hundred of them, right? Uh-huh. 
and you put them all around this big giant pool that's like 50 feet deep. Okay. And they all have like a yes or they have two buttons, sink or swim. Okay. And then we have like this bridge across over the middle of the pool. <laughs> and the host takes different animals that no one knows whether they can sink or swim out. <laughs> And you drop them in the water, and all the contestants guess sink or swim, and you go to a one-man standing. They're like, can a panda swim? Does anybody know? I don't know. Uh, giraffe? Uh, and giraffe probably doesn't ever have to swim. I mean, like, it's like a giant toothpick. It just goes straight to the bottom, I think. I but it's also know. so tall, it probably never had to learn to swim. <laughs> what about a kangaroo? Can a kangaroo swim? Probably not. I don't know. What if it Maybe. uses its tail as a propeller? Mm-hmm. That tail is strong, dude. Real strong. And their feet are, feet are real strong, too. What about a koala? Dude, I think a koala can probably swim. I think bears can probably swim. All bears. Bears can swim for sure. Is a koala a bear? It is a bear. It's not. It's a marsupial. It is a bear. It is a bear? I mean, it's called a koala bear. But I don't think it is a bear. I think you might be right. But can it swim? I don't know. What about a sloth? No, it'll drown real fast. It it might be very buoyant, though. It's true. It might be very flotatious. Floats right on his back. Just yeah. flips over immediately because they sleep on their back. Yeah. Just so, yeah, slip over. Puts his arm back. It might be super flotatious. Let me ask you this. How many contestants are on each show? How many animals are we dropping in the water per show? Well, they're not going to die. Like, we'll have, like, we'll save them. you know, like the bottom of the pool or something will raise up before they die. Okay. It's just once it's clear that they're Sounds not going like to swim. A very expensive set. Yeah, it might be. With the bridge but I think there's the, something there, though. And the raising and the lowering of the yeah, pool. Yeah, but, you know, we can figure it out. Or we can let them die. I don't know. <laughs> so clear that with legal. No, I don't think we can do that. I think that'll offend a lot. So, I think that becomes very offensive. Yeah, so we'll move on from that. But that's one idea. I like that. And if that you think is offensive or hard to pull off, this next one's going to be really hard <laughs> to pull off. You're going to shut her off. Okay. So I don't know if this is going to make it to the air or not, but we're going to get it out there anyway. So this show, it's more of a reality show than a game show, but mm-hmm. it is also a competition. So I'm qualifying it as a game show. Right. And it's kind of a bachelor, bachelorette type feel to it, right? Uh, and this show's called The Virgin Island. <laughs> and so we're going to find a guy who's, you know, late 20s, early 30s, who is a virgin. <laughs> okay. And who doesn't look like his odds of changing that factor real great anytime soon. Okay. Okay. And then we're going to take, like, you know, 20 good-looking girls that wouldn't mind a fat paycheck or that wouldn't mind getting famous. But it is a competition, and so I'm going to go ahead and let it be a game show. Okay. But you take the one dude, the 20 girls or whatever, you put them on the island. It's very bachelorette style. They're going on the dates and whatever. But he's not eliminating anybody. Everyone's going to stay for, like, 90 days. Okay. And, and the guy's a virgin. And the guy's a virgin. But not by choice. But not by choice. Okay. And now I need to tell you, and everyone listening, this is morally repulsive. <laughs> and it, may, it gives me no pride that I thought of this concept. Okay. However, I'm certain that everybody would watch it whether they admitted it or not. Yeah. It's, and so yeah. the point of the show is, is that the first girl that gets pregnant wins a million dollars. Or if the guy goes 90 days and doesn't get anybody pregnant, he wins a billion dollars. Oh, my God. The Virgin Island, it's morally repulsive. I'm not proud of it. Uh (laughs) If I know anyone that goes on it, I'm going to have a serious talk with you about your life decisions. (laughs) But I'm telling you, it would get watched. For sure. Absolutely. It would get watched by our our trash culture in America. It would get watched for sure. We would be billionaires if we actually put this on TV. (laughs) 
I don't think we'll get it past the the legal department, unfortunately. So now let's uh, you probably the listeners would probably like us to hear to hear us talk about actual game yeah. shows yeah, now and not that. game shows I wish in were invented. So my number three, Jamie, is one that you'll remember came out when we were in high school. Mm, it's gonna be on my list too. It is. Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? You bet. And okay. Was it originally with the British lady or was it originally with Regis? Originally with the British lady. And then Regis took it over. Right. Like the office uh, kind of. Yeah. And yeah. she was meaner than him though, uh-huh. wasn't she? Like she was a, a hard ass, yeah. right? Yeah. And he yeah. was, you know, it's Regis. It's everybody's dad. Yeah. I mean, everybody likes Regis. But that show was cool. One, it was, we were 15 or 16 or something like that when it came out probably. Right. Like, we would watch it, like, with our parents or friends' parents. Like, everybody watched it. Like, kids and adults. And I think, I mean, we had never seen a game show with a prize that big before. Like, I mean, I remember the first time someone won a million dollars. And remember, they had the lifelines. And the guy gets to a million-dollar question, and he has one lifeline left, or maybe he has more than one left. But he had the call a friend Uh lifeline left, and he gets the million-dollar question. He goes, I'm going to use the lifeline. I'm going to call a friend. And he calls his dad and he said, hey, dad, this is Eric or whatever his name was. Right. And uh, I used my lifeline to call you. The question is this. And I wanted you to know, I already know the answer, but I wanted to call and tell you I'm about to win a million dollars. How cool is that? I love that. Yeah. So that was I mean, just like the big ticket numbers on the prizes, I think, was really cool because we had never seen that before. And I think it's still on air today. Uh, yeah, I think they came back with it. But you know how long Regis Philbin was on air? No clue. T- Ten years? Three years. Is that all? Yes. Really? I would have thought that he was – who does it now? I don't know. I'm like, not sure. It seems like they, something Drew Carey might they, get into. They brought it back out and it's uh, – gosh, I don't, I don't even know who's, who's hosting it It's still it a good show. I yeah. see it every once in a while or see a rerun or I just something. I, I still watch it. That, it was only on for three years. And it was – I mean it was the most popular – I don't know if I've ever, and it was not like a all the other game shows I've ever seen. Right, were all like daytime stuff. Right, like they all came on. This was in the morning. Prime time. Yeah, this was prime time television. It wasn't like Tuesday morning at nine a.m. or like midday housewife TV show. Twice a week. I don't remember that. I think it was once a week on like Wednesday or Thursday nights on Fox at like seven, eight, nine, like primetime Wednesday or Thursday night TV, I think. But I can't promise you that. I just remember everyone talked about phone and friend. Like we still talk about that in a – Oh, like like still it's become like part of like Americana. Yes. That it's like, oh, I need to use a lifeline. Yeah. Or let me phone a friend or whatever. It's so funny to me. Yeah, that is, I didn't really think about that part of it, but that is true for sure. That it has like become part what, of our what were vernacular. The Do you remember? One was phone a friend. Right. One was ask the audience. Okay. And one was you got to eliminate two answers. Gotcha. So it's like cut, you cut know, go from A B C D to A and B or whatever, or what the audience could vote or you could call a friend. The audience always bothered me because yeah, because they're a bunch of idiots, bunch dude. Of it's morons. like asking me and you, like <laughs> you and I could be in the audience. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Ugh. I wish you could do like phone a friend, but then it's like called someone random. <laughs> like they just picked up your phone and picked yeah. like a random contact out of it. And like you might be talking to Cody who helped you build a go-kart a couple years ago. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's funny. Okay. So that's uh, who wants to be a millionaire. And there was, a, a there was also one. like a big deal. There was a uh, documentary on the English version of who wants to be a millionaire. The, like the last guy to win a million dollars was cheating or something. He had a guy in the crowd that – 
signaling There's or some banging trash deal. can lids or something. You need to look that up. I think it's on Netflix. It's a pretty good documentary. Ooh, I will look up that. It's good. Look that up. It's good. I think it goes either way. Have you ever seen – there's a great old movie about a guy that cheated on a game show. Um, I say old movie. It's from the 90s, but it's Mm -hmm. set like in the 60s or something. Yeah. There was an old show, and I think this is based on a true story. It is. I know Uh, what you're talking about. um, I can't remember. The show was called like 20 – it had a number, like 22-something. Probably Joker's Wild. (laughs) Probably. No, it was like – no, I know what you're talking Tw- about. I think it was called 22. Okay. I think the show was called 22. And he answered like you went to a – anyway, it doesn't matter. This guy cheated and they were giving him the answers yeah. and it was this huge deal. But it's actually a good movie. Yeah, I saw it. Um, number two, mm-hmm. and this will not surprise me if it's on your list at all because you and I have enjoyed some of this game together on the old school Nintendo. Oh, my word. Is it on your list? Yeah. So James and I have played this on regular Nintendo – uh, a lot of times, and it is a great game, and that is Family Feud. Absolutely. I, that is still one of my favorites. If I'm watching TV and Family Feud comes up, I promise you I'm watching. Same. And there's not a more fun game to go along with. And actually, you know what? It makes a lot of sense why you and I like it so much, being that we have a podcast about ranking things. That's right. That's like right. that whole show is about ranking. I never, exactly. put, I didn't even put this together that's exactly until just is. now. That doesn't make sense because that's the conversations like that we like to have and have since we're kids is we don't like to talk about like it's cold as hell. They're like, we ain't trying to talk about the weather. We're trying to talk about, I don't know, something weird. What are the three most fun things to do when it's cold outside? That's what you're talking about. You don't talk about the actual weather. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's some of the beauty to Family Food does. And it's fun to play along with and like to guess and mm-hmm. whatnot. Uh, the video game's awesome. I will say this about Family Feud. I am 100% convinced that Steve Harvey is on a mission to start a race war in America. <laughs> Dude. When was the last time you saw an episode of Family Feud that it wasn't a family of color versus a white family? Every time. <laughs> it's one versus the other. Like. Why can't it just be two families of color? I don't like, know, dude. I don't, I'm... Like two families of color or, or two – I don't know. I just, it's always, I'm convinced he's trying to start a race. Well, it might be because there's so many different answers that the two families come up with because they're from different places. Well, maybe so. And I appreciate diversity. Like, I'm glad there's families of color and white families, but like, why do they always have to be pinned against each other? (laughs) Uh, It's It's so aggressive. Watch it. If someone someone is going to do it, Steve Harvey's the one. I love Steve Harvey. I love me some Steve Harvey. Kings of Comedy, those big old pants they used to wear all the time. I love those dudes. Remember the deal he the uh, what was it Miss America is that right Yeah yeah <laughs> So I think everybody probably knows about this and I don't remember it that well <laughs> But if you don't remember this the, the best I can recall you got to YouTube is, it is Yeah YouTube it but it's Miss America and you know the way they announce the winners weird mm-hmm. I've always thought this is a bad system Right and it finally came back to bottom in the tail But instead of they open the envelopes and they announce who's third place and then they announce who's second place. Kind of like we do. Maybe they like to build excitement also. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the way they do it, instead of announcing, like you don't open an envelope and say the winner is, you open up an envelope and it says the runner up is, right. and you say their name and then the winner wins. Well, I guess he got that confused somehow, which mm. – I can I can see how that would be confusing. Mm, this is this and he this, says the wrong name and he has to come back to out and take the crown off the girl's head and apologize and tell her she didn't win. This would happen to you if you were hosting that oh, 100%. show. Hundred percent. That's to you why 100%. I don't host these things. 
I get asked all the time to host different award ceremonies, and I always pass up because I know that'll happen to me. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, and he had to like do an apology, and then the whoever the company was that does the oh, results. Oh, it was terrible. Do- <laughs> he's like in hiding for like yes, two weeks. Dude, it's bad. But I think he's weathered the storm. I think he came out on the other end. He doesn't age either. That man just looks the same as he looked 20 years ago. Oh, just like us. Ama- yeah, exactly. Just like us. Exactly. I'll tell you this. Since he took over, and a little bit of research I did, he's, he's the longest running host of Family Feud. Who are the others? I can't remember. There's the older, bigger, gray-headed guy. Yeah. And then the guy that when we were kids, he was a shorter, he looked a little bit, he was like kind of Pat Sajak looking. He, he like was Kent, like the knockoff brand like of Kent, Pat Sajak. Kent Bowersock. Yeah. Yeah. He was like the Pat Sajak starter kit mm-hmm. or like the off-brand yeah. version. I don't know his name though. I think he killed himself. Maybe. Rest in Ooh. peace to that guy. That sounds bad. Yeah. I, think I hope did. not. I think he did. I hope not. So. But, he, but since. Do you since remember. Uh, they it ran from 76 to 85 on ABC and then. It was off the air for three years. It ran from 88 to 95 on CBS and then from 99 through today. And Steve Harvey has been the host since 2010. What channel does that come on now? I have no idea. It's syndicated, so I don't know where they send it. Like TBS or TNT probably. WGN sounds like a hot ticket for something like that. You watch that or the Chicago Cubs games. Yeah. Actually, I saw this conversation the other day. Mm -hmm. I don't remember where I saw it. It was an online message board or something. And they were talking about if you had – if you'd only watch one – TV channel for the rest of your life. What would it be? Yeah. And they, I would have assumed like one of the networks, like ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, something. But they actually said TBS. And that's kind of brilliant because the daytime TV on the networks is going to be awful. Mm -hmm. And TBS has like, you know, reruns, maybe a sports game. And you get like some basketball games, you get some March Madness. I don't know. That's a good pick. Yeah. It's an underrated pick. I wouldn't have thought about it. I would have thought of like one of the networks or ESPN or HBO or something. When we were in like, I don't know, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, and you'd come home to watch Say by the Bell on oh, yeah. WGN, and they'd have the Cubs game on instead of Say by the Bell. It's like, it was soul crushing. Yes. Soul crushing. Yes. You'd have when to they'd have to that Harry on and say that. They had a great block. It was uh, California Dreaming, mm-hmm. and then that was followed by Say by the Bell. Right. And that was fantastic. So good. And that was a great little. You know, hour or two hour stretch Absolutely. when you got home from school. But man, when you came home and the Cubs were on, at least you liked baseball. I don't even like baseball. I don't like watching baseball. There ain't anything more boring than watching baseball, especially two teams you don't care about. My yeah. word. Biggest problem with baseball is there are too many games. Yeah, and they're, it's too long. This is too long. Okay. Like kind of like this podcast it's right now. Like <laughs> uh, okay, and I'll move on to my number one now, which is no surprise The Price is Right. The thing I love most the price about the price. Bit, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, this is, I think I saw this on Instagram today. I think today is the 25 year anniversary of Happy Gilmore coming out. Congratulations. So, to shout Happy out, Gilmore. Bob Parker. This is a big day. <laughs> Bob Parker? Bob, Bob Parker. Parker. Yeah, Bob Parker is a big day for you getting a shout out from me on a podcast you'll never hear and you might be dead. <laughs> uh, and also the uh, reunion of your, what was that movie called again? What did I say? Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, there you go. Um, but Price is Right, the thing I love the most about it is just the memories I have with it. Like, it was the go-to show. You know, I missed a lot of school growing up. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> but my mom uh, my mom really loved me a lot and uh, also not, is not a great rule follower. I'm not sure if that had anything to do with it. But regardless, for whatever reason, I I wasn't required to go to school a lot by my mom, <laughs> and I didn't go a lot. But I, I did like 
I never failed a class. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ever in too much trouble. I mean, you to... missed so much school when we were in high school. There weren't enough Saturdays to make up school that you missed at Saturday school. I, I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated. It's just okay? amazing. It is. That being said, I'd miss a lot of school, and it would always come on at 10 a.m. on Channel 4, which I think was CBS. Isn't that right? Could be. I don't remember. Uh, and anyway, I would just – if I was staying home from school, that was appointment television. Mm-hmm. And I'd get up, and I'd eat my cereal and hang out and pretend to be sick as I could so right. I didn't have to go. <laughs> and then, man, I, all I was doing was waiting to park myself in front of that <laughs> Channel 4 when The Price is Right came on. But Price is Right is a great show. Absolutely. And Bob Barker's great. Still, Drew Carey's good. Yeah, he is good. I mean, he's a good host for that show. He's good. He's been. He's hosted a bunch of game shows too, mm-hmm. hadn't he? Yeah. He did that. He also did. I'll tell you what was great. The first time I was familiar with Drew Carey was the improv show that I he love did. That, show. that is still funny. Wayne, that holds up. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady, and then the tall, dorky-looking mm-hmm. white guy, and then the bald-headed white guy. Yes, yeah. they're all like that. Show holds up still. It's funny if you ever see it. Um, what was that called? Whose line is it anyway? Yeah, whose line is it anyway? Yeah. That's right. Um, Anyway, no, Price is Right is great. I like the prizes. Mm-hmm. I like guessing. There's nothing better than spinning that giant wheel, which I I feel like I could get a dollar. I don't know, man. I feel like I could. I don't think so. I'm a good spinner. You'd be way better at guessing prices of things, I think. No, I wouldn't because I don't ever shop. I don't go to the store. Like, Yeah, but they're like big ticket items at the end. I feel like yeah, you no, I really car. don't, man. I don't, I don't. No? I don't buy that much stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I like nice things, right. but I don't like a lot of things. Dude, like I think the, there's another the documentary about the nice. I don't right. buy that much stuff, and I don't. And if I do, this is not a great quality. Yeah. But I'm not like bargain shopper deal guy. I'm convenience guy. Uh, we, I think that has been and so, well established. Okay, on this thank podcast. you, James. Well, it's not like I'm not, this is not part of my bragging montage. <laughs> this is just me explaining that, due to the fact that I am not by nature a bargain shopper which my bank statements would show you that I need to be, but I'm not by nature. Therefore, I really am not the most educated on the price of things most of the time. There's another documentary on this show on The Price is Right. There's a guy that went on it like nine times and finally got called up to the front and was like, he guessed the exact number three or four Mm. times in the process. Yeah, and I think he won like both showcases. It was like the most historic victory or whatever. But apparently he was— I don't know if I've seen that, but I've heard the story. It's pretty good. You need to yeah. watch that too. I need yeah. to stop watching some of So that wraps up my game shows. Except I, I did have a couple of honorable mentions, which I can go to now, or I can get you through your list, and then we can do that together. Well, one of them's probably going to be mine, and since I only have one on my list, um, and we kind of yeah, let's get through, through your list. And if you have thoughts on stuff that is on your list that we didn't mention, that's great. Well, and Family Feud's on my list, and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is on my list, and we kind of went over all of that. It just. Who wants to be a millionaire? I don't think would be on everyone's list. Like I said, it's on your and I's because for our generation, I think it'd be on a lot of lists, right? Because it was. I mean, that was we talked about the O.J. Simpson trial in a previous podcast. That was kind of the the world for a little while. Who wants to be a millionaire was the TV world for two years. That was like the big story. Was how big that show was as far as like entertainment news. It was the biggest show I think around. At that point in time. So my number one is Jeopardy. 37 seasons. It's Alex been going Trebek. since 1964 it's amazing. is what this says. That is amazing. Which I think is more – that's that math then, right? It should be 57 seasons if it was from 64, but maybe they took a break somewhere in uh, there. I don't know. Alex Trebek has been – maybe this is Alex Trebek. He, he's yeah, been maybe. on there since from 84 to 2020. Now, is he still on there? He died. 
he died. Okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. But up until I heard this, you know, several months or maybe a year ago, I don't know. Um, but, you know, when he first missed work for being – having his cancer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he missed for cancer treatments or whatever. But whatever it was, the first day he missed – that was the first day of work he had ever missed since he had started working at Jeopardy. That's incredible. He had never had a sick day, never like, but he had never missed a day of work. Well, I think I that think is one, a hardworking dude, man. I think one of the things about Jeopardy is Alex Trebek. No, I don't think one of the things about Jeopardy without is Alex question. Trebek I mean, because, he's icon. I mean, I think will Jeopardy go on without him? Yes, I believe so. But without question, Jeopardy and Alex Trebek are synonymous, right? And, the, and like he was, I mean, I think he's brilliant. One like I think he knew a lot of the answers, yeah, and he's just like nice, yeah. entertaining. Like he's fun and easy to watch. That show is like when you watch it, you realize how dumb you are. That's how yes, I, that's how I feel. Yes, like Hallie and I will sometimes watch it on Netflix mm-hmm. when we get bored. We both like to compete, so we play cards a lot. We play games of right. different kinds a lot. And so one of the things we'll do is like we'll watch Jeopardy and see so you can get the most answers right. And like I win because I'm older and I know more stuff. <laughs> Uh, it's like playing my kids in Mario Kart. <laughs> but that being said, I still get like two answers right, and I beat her two to zero. I feel like the biggest dummy when they start. Well, what's funny that is like show. when they answer, when they have questions about sports or something on there. Obviously, I'll knock those. They'll have a whole column about. Yeah, sports. and you'll knock all those out easily. And they won't. The contestants will not answer one of them. Mm-hmm. They won't buzz in. They won't try. They have no clue. And I'm like, good lord, I'm just dumb. I'm dumb to the world because they'll. Like, they don't even care no. about the same things we care about. At like, all. the things that we're interested in, they think are dumb. Yeah. And they're probably right. Because they are. <laughs> they're probably right. But hey, but there's a spot in the world for dumb people, too, and it's called West Texas, <laughs> and much love from it. You're listening to much love from West Texas. 39 Daytime Emmys and a Peabody Award for that show. I don't know what a Peabody Award is. I don't really either, but apparently it's super special. It must be cool. Uh, you know what's better than... Real Jeopardy. Jeopardy on Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. Jeopardy. Ugh. The Sean, I don't know if there's even any other characters or if Sean Connery is always on it, but the Sean Connery on Saturday Night Live Jeopardy is one of the best bits of all time. Well, the Burt Reynolds is pretty damn good, too. Okay. Now, let's talk about the best game show bit of all time. Will of Fortune on The Family Guy. Oh, Yes. I need you to dis- I need you to explain this do. because if I do, it's going to come across real poorly. I can't do. It just everybody, just go watch the Family Guy. Yeah, Google no, it's not uh, Family Guy. It's a uh, it's, American uh, Dad. No, it's South Park. South Park. That's right. It is yeah. South Park. Yeah. So go just Google South Will Park, of Fortune, Will of Fortune South Park, and that way James and I are at arm's distance we'll from s- this <laughs> uh, comedy that's in such poor taste, but it is funny. But South Park is like also. I don't even watch South Park. Never been a big South Park guy. Yeah, but me neither. That show has 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 like that and The Simpsons been on forever, and also predicted the future. It continues to predict the future and things that are happening. Yeah, that stuff kind of freaks me out. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because there are some things on there that are bizarre. Bizarre. I mean, it has to be coincidence, right? I don't believe in that stuff necessarily. It has to be coincidence, but man, it's some astonishing coincidences, and they continue to happen. Which yeah. is kind of crazy. It is. It so, is. Jeopardy, so Jeopardy is my number one just because, I mean, that's kind of – I think when you say game show, I think that's what comes to everyone's mind pretty quickly is Jeopardy because it's been on for so long yeah. and it's been Alex Trebek. And pe- I don't even think people know that there was ever another host besides Alex Trebek. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you who it was yeah, I saw or it. couldn't recognize it doesn't him. doesn't matter. The, you have any worst game shows? 
Worst game shows. I hate the Wheel of Fortune. I, I oh, really? Stand I like it. I hate the Wheel of Fortune. I like I, it. I get it. I get it. I understand that that should be on most people's list. I just don't. I've never liked the Wheel of Fortune. Okay, that's like, fair. It's like the Beatles, but that's a that's a whole different topic. That is a different topic, and that's going to be a hard one for us to fight through. I hope we can avoid it for a while. <laughs> We've been on good terms for a while now. You know, James and I have a love hate relationship. We mostly stay on good terms, yeah. but we have our moments too. What about uh? What's yours? Uh, I'll tell you one that's like, I actually enjoy watching it, but it's awful. Like, it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. Supermarket Sweep. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Hallie and I, I can't remember if it was on Netflix or if it was a rerun on cable or something. They put it back on Netflix. But we ran across it yeah. the other day, and we couldn't stomach a whole lot of it. We watched, like, one episode of it, or half an episode, maybe. The best thing about it now is the like the wardrobes that they have on so there are fantastic. So is there a bunch a, of people throwing turkeys and diapers into a grocery cart. Is there a new supermarket suite where they're just playing the old ones? The one that I saw was the old ones. Okay. There might there might be a new one. Yeah, I hadn't grocery seen games is kind of similar to that. Okay, I hadn't seen that. But they cook on that one, so uh, I got you. Yeah, I got you. What you about, like a lot of those cooking shows? I love don't you? shows. That's my deal. The competition ones are like just the like. Like, Giada and Barefoot Contessa. And no, all I that. like all of them. I like the competitions too. I don't like the, I don't like the baking very much. I'm yeah, really the baking's baking. a whip. Yeah, a lot and, of people love uh, it though, dude. No, a lot of people do, just not me. I, man, I think that about wraps up our show. Unless you have anything else, big boy. I don't think I do, man. Okay, I don't think I do. Well, if that's it, oh, I've got a few notes here. I need to rattle off from JPS, our producer. Let me make sure I get those in. I hate to get one more thing in my employee file uh, thanks for sticking around and please sign up to catch up our next ramblings if you have thoughts or things you'd like us to rank anything else you'd like to share or say send an email to our producer JPS and that is JPS at bluej-audio.com that's JPS at B-L-U-E J-A-Y dash a-u-d-i-o dot com tell them Mark sent you and for now I'm Mark and signing off for Jamie Tate much love from West Texas it is a bear